Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Campus XP by Upgrad Campus. Today, let's have a chat about curiosity. Before we start today's episode, we have a message for you. Upgrad Campus is on a mission to transform Indian universities and colleges into next-gen institutions by upgrading their classrooms and reshaping their curriculums with new age specializations. To learn more about us, you can visit us at college.upgradcampus.com. In the year 2011, a small girl named Clara walked into a fancy high-tech lab in California. She was wearing a white outfit with a mask and gloves, almost looking like an astronaut. She stopped in front of a space rover costing 2.5 billion dollars, pulled out a permanent marker and signed her name. And below, she also wrote the word curiosity. Does that strike a bell? Space lab curiosity? Well, Clara had won an essay competition by NASA to name its newly built Mars rover. And for people who are curious about why she chose the name Curiosity, the essay is linked in the description box below. Well, that was an interesting start. You know how they say necessity is the mother of all invention, but have you ever wondered why not curiosity? Because since the birth of mankind and civilization, questions and curiosity have been the driving force in literally almost everything that has come into existence. Well, now that I think about it, every invention, be it wheels, electric cars, or space rovers, can actually be traced back to their creators and the probable questions that inspired them in the first place. Thank goodness to their curiosity, or we'd have to still use bullet carts to transport and probably forget dreaming about exploring space. Exactly. Without this whole process of asking questions, don't you think humanity would come to a total standstill? Like, imagine if one day we wake up. and this innate curiosity in all of us just disappeared okay so something like a world without questions what if we were only able to give commands statements or just answers you want to know how your friend is doing forget about it tests teachers and tutors are a thing of a past a world where ignorance is bliss quite literally can you imagine what a disaster that could be ah uh, one word monotony that's right did you know Asking questions and being inquisitive is in fact a common denominator marking all great scientists, inventors and entrepreneurs. As a boy, Elon Musk always asked questions. He asked thousands of them is how his mother May recalls his school days. Oh that reminds me of one of his interviews when asked at the World Government Summit in the year 2017 I believe about the secret for his success. Elon Musk just replied What really matters is trying to understand the right questions to ask. So simple yet so profound, isn't it? Interesting. If you actually look further, Eric Schmidt, former CEO of Google, once said that the company runs on questions and not by answers. And if we look at the company Quora, a million dollar company revolves around this very inquisitive nature of human beings. Oh wow. Now I can see this working in academia as well. You see any academic content can be delivered in a number of ways. The simplest and most conventionally used technique and the one that we all know is presenting it as plain statements or text as in textbooks or lectures. Do you remember the phrase mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell? It's been drilled into our heads so much so that it's difficult to forget, right? But do you remember why or even how it produces power? I wonder why nobody tried questioning that. If you could go back, how would you tell yourself to remember it? 
During my time in college, I came across this very interesting method of quizzing where information is presented in two parts. One, a question, and two, an answer. When someone hears the question, it automatically triggers a process of neural search in his brain. Okay, now this is getting deep. I know, I know. It's getting into some biology here, but bear with me. So, during a neural search, our brain starts looking for some answers for the question being asked. It does so by digging into its neural network that might have been related to the information. It starts making connections and does its best to bring out most of the information it has about the topic. So it's exactly like how the person living at 221 Baker Street, London thinks about a problem. Something like, where have I read it? When did this take place? What did this event lead to? Right? Exactly like Sherlock. Yes. We can even use this as students. Our brain starts recollecting all the names, events, people, elements, books, movies and things related to the topic which it might have come across from time to time and tries to make the meaningful connections out of them. So, by the time you arrive at answers, your brain would have completed a long voyage within a few seconds by refreshing its existing knowledge about the topic, thereby strengthening these connections. Oh, it's just like revisions before exams. Some people with photographic memory might even remember which side of the page in their notebook they wrote answers for that. Exactly. After making connections, the brain is now ready to listen to the answer and then add it to its web of well-connected information. So just by doing this simple exercise of Q&A, the brain not only absorbs the question and its response, but also updates whatever prior knowledge it might have on the subject. That's pretty cool. And this ensures that we remember it for a longer period of time which might fall flat in comparison to the other methods of providing new information. Oh, definitely. You know, we're all born curious. You see, kids ask hundreds of questions every day. But I think somewhere along the way, we change. We start choosing the process of knowing answers over continuing to raise questions and foster curiosity. Most of us just hesitate to ask questions in a class even if we don't understand what's being taught. Maybe. It's the fault of our education system that evaluates and rewards us on how much we remember and mug up and not on how inquisitive we are. Or maybe it's because while growing up, parents or other adults signal to us that answering so many questions is burdensome. Or maybe we just changed our perspective as we grew, forming our own worldview. Remember the famous proverb, curiosity killed the cat? Well, curiosity may have killed the cat, but it's good and even crucial for students. At least that's the conclusion of a meta-analysis of over 200 studies at the University of California. It was found that curiosity and asking questions positively influences academic achievement. That's massive. So we've been doing the opposite so far. We ought to be encouraging students to be inquisitive and make the best out of their academic journey. Exactly. I think one of the first steps towards this is creating a space in which students are willing to ask questions. For instance, in our programs, there is much importance given to foster curiosity with exclusive doubt-clearing and interaction sessions with industry experts. Absolutely. Our blended classrooms also have a unique feature where teachers can conduct real-time quizzes, polls, Q&As with superies. And there's a lot of discussion forums on the platform which aids in promoting curiosity and at the same time peer-to-peer -peer interactions. If you want to know more about our tech and content solutions, Kindly refer to the description box below. With that, we come to the end of this episode. If you're a curious person by nature and want to get new insights like this every single week, like this episode and subscribe to the Campus XP podcast on your favorite streaming platforms like Spotify, Amazon Music, Ghana and more. 
Thank you so much for listening. See you again next time.